Hey there. Welcome to the first episode of Oh Shoot! Reboot. The show where we try to prove the point that it's never too late to reinvent yourself. Right. So just as a heads up, part of this episode was recorded a long time ago, near the beginning of the COVID shutdown. So some of our references may be a little dated, but we do promise to be more timely in the future. So I guess it's time to start the show. Do we have a theme song? We do. I wrote one just for the occasion. Is it a rock ballad or a love song? Actually, I wanted to do something that reflected both of us, and you're German and I'm Irish, so what does that have in common? Cabbage. We love cabbage. (laughs) I was actually going for polkas. You wrote a polka? I wrote a song that kind of sounds like a polka if you don't think too hard about it. I want a divorce. I love you too, dear. Boom, 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 boom. We're John and Andy. We have a show. Yep. Needed a theme song, so I wrote one. Here you go. We're both late bloomers and a perfect pair. Got married, went to school, had a kid, started over with a whole new career. <laughs> We've got to figure out this thing as we go. The John and Andy Show. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the first installment of Oh Shoot Reboot. I'm John Dawkins, and sitting across from me is my lovely wife, Andy. Hello, dear. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you tonight? Pretty good. You're good? Uh Uh-huh. Well, it's late at night, our child is asleep, and we are recording. We are. This isn't exactly how we envisioned recording our first show, because we are in the middle of the lockdown for COVID-19 which is putting a strain on everything and everybody's lives. And we are simultaneously attempting to launch WayneShout.com. That should be up and running now. I hope you're checking it out. We're hoping that over time it'll turn into a Fort Wayne area podcast hub. And we have a lot of good engineers working on it with me. So check out our other programs on there. But social distancing has been strange and a scary extra twist on everything. Andy has been working from home the last couple of weeks. How's that going for you? Well, it's not too bad. Although, you know, every day having a four-year-old want to be sitting on you while you're working is a challenge. And I have invaded your space, taking over, actually, your recording booth for my office. (laughs) Yeah. I do have a little recording studio. This is the Wayne Shout studio here in our house. And Andy declared it to be the quietest room in the house for good reason. And so naturally, she took it over for her office. Well, and it's the furthest away from the four-year-old. Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> she, uh, she knows where I'm at and how to find me. She uh, is often uh, in the room with me when I'm trying to make my phone calls for work and She is kind of cute, though. At least when she wants my attention, she raises her hand like she's in school and needs to ask a question. So the generalized theme we're going for with this podcast is that we, Andy and I, we were both very much late bloomers, I guess you could say. We met at 31, and we're 41 now, and we've kind of been spending the last 10 years revamping our lives So the theme for this is loosely rebooting your life after 30. And we want to tell people about our journey, which we do not declare ourselves to be experts on changing our lives at any rate. Not in any way. (laughs) No, we're still on this journey. And we hope that this podcast will be entertaining. But I also want to try and encourage people to not be afraid to go 
and do something different if you don't like what you're doing. Because because in my case, I had actually resigned myself to just retire from a job I hated. And I was completely afraid to change my life. I just assumed that, you know, going back to school or something like that would be completely outside of the realm of possibility. I wasn't a good student in high school, and I figured, you know, 20 years later that I wouldn't possibly be able to reconnect with any of that. And I was actually wrong. I graduated from university two years ago, and I graduated at the top of my class. And now I have a career as an audio editor, and I'm producing podcasts for other people, and now I'm producing podcasts for us as well. Well, and I, I think by the time you reach 30, by the time most people reach 30, we figure we're kind of settled into our lives and our lives are what they're going to be. I think the idea of making changes once you've hit that age, it's a little, that's scary. I just think most people don't think of totally doing something different with their lives once they hit that age. Yeah, and it can be daunting. I mean, you just get in your head that, well, I had it in my head that there was too much that I had to go back and relearn. So I was looking for alternatives as far as what can I do with no college education, but I was in manufacturing for 14 years. I worked in factories, and I was a machinist at the time that the recession hit, and everyone was getting laid off, and I was afraid for my job, and I left one place to go and take a worse job, and I just didn't know if I could do it. I'm happy to say that through all of that mess, I met you, and you were a huge encouragement to me and made me believe in myself. And I went back to school, and, and now I am an NPR editor and a podcast producer. And I just recently founded Wayne Shout Productions, LLC. And we intend to be a audio superstar in the Fort Wayne area in the coming years. <laughs> so, well, I will say that through all of this, I've always... I'm always excited to see what the next year brings because it's always something different and not always what's expected. So I'm always excited to see what the next year is going to bring. So far, 2020 is bringing lots of interesting things throughout the whole world. And hopefully it ends on a good note and we get Wayne Shout launched and, you know. It's sort of been a theory of mine that your life pretty much gets dumped on its head about every five or six years. <laughs> or more often. The last 10 years for us have been insane between meeting and uh, getting married and then difficult career changes and then decisions to go to college. And then we had a kid while I was in school. I, I often joked that uh, your professors, especially one, went through all of our major life changes with us. <laughs> <laughs> Or he was, he just, you happened, you were in one of his classes every time yeah, something oh, major oh, yeah. happened. Because for some reason, the four years you were in college, it, we had lots of major life things going on. Well, yeah, um, like the tail end of my freshman year, we found out we were pregnant. Your dad sadly passed from cancer. And all this was happening while I was up to my ears in uh, midterms and uh, trying to figure out college math. Taking your laptop to the hospital when Eileen was born because you had to do a math test or a midterm? or Yeah, having a kid born right at midterm time. Fortunately, I had very understanding professors <laughs> who let me postpone some things. 
But yeah, we did a lot of things between the age of 31 and 41 that uh, it's been crazy and it's been awful and wonderful and amazing and ridiculous all at the same time. So I thought, no, we'd have a story to tell and maybe we can find an audience out here. Maybe someone will hear us and be inspired that maybe they're not where they want to be in life and figure out that it's okay. You can make those changes. And we'll try to do some entertaining things for you here and there. I'm a little bit of a voice actor. We might do a few skits. We're going to have some fun segments with our daughter on the show. And Andy may do her own segment here and there. Some Maybe some cheerful news or something. I do feel like we need more cheerful news in the world. I know. I know. Ooh, I have some cheerful news for today. What's that? Well, it's actually something you told me happened while I was gone. Let me stop you just for a second. We'll insert your cheerful news theme here as soon as I've written it. So here you go. (laughs) Good news, good news, good, 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 and he's got good news. So today, John, you told me that the sidewalk chalk that Eileen and I drew in front of the house, which Uh is a butterfly and a whale, that some neighbor was walking their small dog past and stopped to pose their dog with the sidewalk chalk, the butterfly, So that she could take a picture of her dog with the pretty butterfly in front of our house. Yes, and Eileen and I were laughing our butts off because the dog would not cooperate. It would turn around in a circle and not look at her. (laughs) Yes. So, and we... He would drew... sit on the butterfly's head facing the <laughs> wrong way. And, you know. Our purpose of drawing the butterfly on the sidewalk was to bring cheer to the neighborhood during social distancing. And I hadn't witnessed anybody taking the time to notice what we had drawn and what we had done. So I was very, it made me very happy to hear that somebody actually had taken the time to notice what we'd done and thought it was cute enough to pose their dog with it. You'll be happy to know, too, I think, that I've been seeing signs that other people in the neighborhood have been doing a lot of chalking on the sidewalk, neighborhood kids. And uh, so I think probably we've uh, inspired people to be friendly and cheerful in the neighborhood. So, you know, we're all in this together. and The whole world is just trying to maintain. So really, anything we can do right now for our fellow man is a good thing. Thank you for the good news, dear. Good news, good news, good, 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 and he's got good news. Well, getting back to why we want to do this podcast, we just want to share our story from the beginning of how the last 10 years has changed our lives for the better, starting with how we met and just working through everything that we've gone through together, how you changed jobs, gone to school, we had a child, And ultimately became the wonderful audio producer that you see before you. I'll post pictures. (laughs) They don't need to see that. (laughs) I have a face for radio, I'll admit it. (laughs) And a voice. Well, thank you, dear. (laughs) The soothing sounds of John in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) It's more moaning. It's it's more groaning than that. Uh, Yeah, that's true. Um, (laughs) This place is infested with cats. It is. We have both Brody and Izzy joining us for our recording. You may even get to hear a cat fight. (laughs) (laughs) On my lap over my coffee, apparently. (laughs) Shoo. Okay. But yeah, we we hope that uh, with this podcast, we can can talk about how you can take the first steps. I spent 14 years in manufacturing, and it was... 
a trial, particularly physically. I'm. Um, well, the cat fight didn't take place on your lap, dear, but it is taking place in the other room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. This will need editing. Um, Manufacturing, 14 years. Get you back on topic. Yeah. So I was in, you know, I was in manufacturing for 14 years and it was breaking me down physically and mentally. And I was completely miserable. I was completely alone. I was completely awful. And uh, then I met you and you made me better. So went back to school for audio production and now I'm producing a show for WBOI, our local NPR station. And I'm producing a podcast for the Fort Wayne Ballet. And now here with the official launch of Wayne Shout. Actually, at the time of taping this, I'm not even sure how many podcasts we will have on it, but we will have a few. You've talked a lot about yourself, dear, mm-hmm. and how you were miserable and mm-hmm. such. How miserable were you? Well, I was somewhat miserable. I would say that I had gotten to a point in life in my late 20s where I had just decided that I most likely wasn't going to find someone. I wasn't going to get married and do the whole married and having children thing because I felt like if I hadn't found somebody by that point in my life, it just probably wasn't going to happen. So I decided to start setting myself up so that I could be successful and happy and all of that without having a relationship. And so I, you know, I bought a house and just was starting towards that goal. And I would joke that instead of trying to find a mate now, that I was going to start getting myself in shape for my cougar years. <laughs> Which then I found you, and I definitely didn't get in shape. So oh, well. sorry about that. We're trying to work on that, and that's a later episode, too. <laughs> but I just think until I found happiness with myself and being on my own, I really don't think I could find that relationship. I think I had to find how to be happy with myself before I could find happiness with somebody else. Yeah, and I I had a similar journey on that, that uh, I kind of had to find myself a little bit before I was ready, I think, to find you. And, you know, it all worked out. And it was kind of amazing to me because I reached a point in my life where I thought, no one is worth this kind of weight. I've been through so much trying to find somebody, I couldn't believe that someone was worth the weight. And when I found the right person, I could barely remember the wait. After a couple of weeks with you, I knew I was going to marry you because I couldn't see myself any other way. And it almost seemed like somebody else had lived through all of the misery that I'd (laughs) been through before that. So He was the miserable one. I I won't say that I was miserable prior. I, you know, had a career and was working and had friends and a social life. So I wouldn't say I was miserable. I would say that I was lonely Mm -hmm. because I didn't have a relationship, a person that, you know, every day asked me how my day was, you know, and living alone, you know, not that living alone is terrible. There's parts of living alone that's nice. You don't have to clean up after anybody else. You know, no one else's stuff is where your stuff should be. Right. But I wouldn't, it wasn't a miserable existence. And I think that's where I had to get to that I was happy being on my own before. Yeah. And going back to you setting yourself up and having a house and everything, that was really nice walking into a relationship. And, and you know, you had already gotten me a house because I was just, <laughs> I was just living in a crappy little apartment. <laughs> 
Yes, and now the small two-bedroom house that I bought thinking I would live in it by myself now is full of three human beings, two dogs, two cats, and... And way too much recording gear. (laughs) (laughs) We has microphones, we has computers, we has mixers, it's it's all of these uh, acoustic pads all over the walls, it's... It's a sight to behold. All right, so we're going to switch gears a little bit here and do a little thing. This is a segment I'm calling, Was It Worth It? Was it worth it? So how it works is I'm going to play a little piece of audio for you that I created. It could be a song, it could be a skit, and you get to decide if it was worth it supporting me through college. (laughs) (laughs) Are you sure you want to know the answer? Uh, You can lie. (laughs) so i re-recorded a song that you're familiar with it's a song i wrote and recorded the first year we were dating uh i wrote it for our nieces your brother's kids who at the time were well this was 10 years ago so they were what five and seven yes uh i wrote it and recorded it for them as a christmas present that was a very eventful christmas wasn't it it was it was early that morning i proposed to you and Hey, right? she said yes. What was wrong with me? And then we were uh, we were all set to go to her parents' house that afternoon to celebrate Christmas. But in the meantime, we got a phone call and your dad had broken his leg in three or four places. Yes. <laughs> playing with the dog. Yes. So we all wound up running to the emergency room and... Uh, it was deemed the worst Christmas. I know. Your mom said it was the second worst Christmas. Oh, that's right. The worst Christmas was the Christmas the dog died. Yes. So, yep. Just a couple hours after I proposed to you, <laughs> your mother was telling the <laughs> ER nurse that this was the second worst Christmas ever. So that made me well, feel good about myself. Dad breaking his leg did overshadow <laughs> our engagement. <laughs> I mean, he had to have surgery and everything. <laughs> but it turns out her mom likes me after all, I, as, <laughs> at least as far as I know. So anyway, uh, I had written this song. Um, it's about the girls playing up at the lake. And we recorded this uh, way before I knew anything about recording. You had actually bought me a couple hours of studio time at Temple Records. Shout out to Tom Temple. And uh, I originally recorded it a little slower than this. It was just me and an Irish Bowron. A frame drum. This time around, I made it faster with a lot more percussion. Got Bauron, Jimbe, metal spoons, wooden spoons, shaker. Sounds busy. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this is the updated, more complex version of what I recorded 10 years ago. You get to tell me whether it was worth it to send me back to school. Can't wait. Two little girls underneath the trees, laughing, giggling, happy as can be. Oh, dance away, oh, why are we until they fetch us home? Doom, dum, diddle, button, diddle, dat, and daddy at the door, right? Diddle, button, diddle, dat, and dum, dum, dee, right? Oh, dum, diddle, button, die, dat, and door, um, dee, dum, diddle, button, door. Dueling spoons. Shaker. Two little girls playing by the shore, frogs and turtles catching by the score, oh splash and play, what can we more until they fetch us home? Dum dum diddle button diddle dum diddy at the door, I diddle button diddle dum 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 dee right, oh dum diddle button died at the door, um died dum diddle button door. Can't we stay and have our fun where the water shines in the Flashboard. sun? Oh, let us stay till the day is done, please don't make us go home now. 
cross your eyes and dot your T's. Little girls do as they please. They spend and wind the time with ease until we fetch them home. Dum dum diddle da button diddle da dum di da da dum diddle da button diddle da dum da di right do da dum diddle da button di da da dum diddle da diddle da button do dum da dum diddle da button diddle da diddle da do dum diddle da button diddle da dum di da do dum di da diddle da button di da di right di da dum diddle da button do. Little girls underneath the trees, they were meant for days like these. We'll while away the time with thee till we tarry home. Such a dramatic ending. <laughs> It was mixed very well, I would say. Thank you. So, was it worth sending me to school for an audio degree for that? Yes. <laughs> much more complex than the original especially listening to it with headphones on you can tell the the mix and how you know things are playing on the panning mm -hmm. yeah yeah I, i don't know the technical terms <laughs> it was worth it from the time that we i sat and watched you record the first time not that song but the first time at tom temples i thought john would be good at this and i was right you're good at it <laughs> Well, thank you, dear. I get by. I think you should try to find the original Two Little Girls recording so that you can incorporate. I'd say you should so that you could incorporate both songs and that we can ask our listeners if it was worth it. It's a thought. I'm not sure where that CD's gotten to. Hey, that's a wrap on our first show. Feel good about it? I do. This has been Oh Shoot Reboot. I'm John Dawkins. My co-host, co-producer, co-conspirator, and cohabitator is Andy Dawkins. That's me. All audio and theme music is created by me. Our closing theme is Legend or Myth by local band Rosalind and the Way, led by singer-songwriter Cassie Beer. And incidentally, Cassie is the first person I ever interviewed on a podcast. Oh Shoot is brought to you by WayneShout.com and Young's Greenhouse and Flower Shop. The Young's are the oldest greenhouse family in Fort Wayne. Blake and Brian are fifth-generation growers and my in-laws. Stop in and see them on Lake Avenue next door to Concordia Cemetery. If you would like to read my ramblings about pop culture, there's a link to my blog, The Nostalgia Saturation, on the Oh Shoot Wayne Shout page. Currently, I have a blog up about a special museum exhibit in Atlanta. A companion monologue to that blog can be heard on Episode 6 of Storytelling Breakdown, another fantastic podcast on WayneShout.com. WayneShout.com is new, launched, and we are working on building more podcast content for you as soon as possible. Please, please check it out. Check out our page as well as the Fort Wayne Ballet's podcast storytelling breakdown and more and if you have your own podcast or want to start one contact us so we can get a link going on wayne shout for you in addition to wayneshout.com all our podcasts can be found on spotify and we are working diligently to get them up on the other various streaming platforms follow wayne shout productions on facebook and instagram for regular updates that's us signing off we will be posting our next episode in hopefully a week and we will be aiming to post about every two weeks after that Andy, dear, do you have any parting words of wisdom? Enjoy life. Make the best of it and be happy with what you are doing. Good words of advice. I was going to go with something like, be kind, rewind. <laughs> well, that's always been one of my favorites. 
This is John and Andy signing off. I can hide behind some big lies But should I walk away from the end of story Should I say face to I wanna know what happens if I stay in fight. I wanna know what happens if I wait out the night. I wanna know what happens if I give up my need to be right. Mm-hmm. I wanna learn to rest instead of quit. I wanna know if I'm has been a Wayne Shout production. Wayne Shout.